the Twitch Streamer Association map. So for those unaware, there is a thing that is developed by, I better get his name, put a bit of credit people when they, when they do the good stuff. Twitch Atlas Volume 2 by K. Jush on Reddit. Um, this is the second one that they produced. In the first one that they made, I was off to like the side here, like they didn't have enough information or whatever to put me within the... So I should explain what it is, I guess. This is like all the top Twitch streamers and how they connect to each other, their own little communities, who's with who and whose viewers watch whose content, that kind of stuff. And when this came out, I'm like, where the hell am I? Because last time I was on like the border here and I was near no one because I didn't have enough data. But this time I am in it and I'm exactly in the middle. But I'm under X. I'm sitting under XQC. I'm next to Pink Sparkles. And Amaranth. <laughs> and Candyland. Aren't they like the... The... Um... The attractive women of Twitch or something? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of funny. And between Shroud as well. Between Shroud and XQC. Um, I think the reason for this is that, I guess, because all these guys play GTA RP, at least a lot of them, but I'm, like, not exactly in GTA RP, so I'm off to the side. And then, what are these, all the shooter guys or whatever? Valorant? Is this Valorant or something? And so there I am. So, if you like GTA, but you're not super into RP, you could be here. <laughs> oh, and I did play a little bit of chess, so maybe that's why I'm also here like that. But, like, you can see how interesting this is, how there's, like, little communities that are kind of just cut off from everyone. Like, I don't know any of these people. But the even smaller communities are, are, are even more interesting. Like, like, who are these people? In most cases, these are, like, separate language things. It's interesting, though. I wish I had, like, a... I think he said last time that the color... Oh, no, no, here it is. Here it is. Oh, I'm a variety streamer? So, variety is here, and that's me. And I guess I, I do play a decent amount of games, I suppose. Um, like, remember that one time when I compared how many games I played to Asmongold and, like, I played heaps more? Let me see here. Oh, no, it wasn't me calling out Asmongold for anything. It just, coincidentally, I just happened to be comparing. Yeah, so over my career, I've played 152 games. Man, Dark Souls 3 is still in my top four? That's nuts. And this information might have been taken when I was playing Noito as well. I told you guys, I speed ran a lot of that game back then. So these are, these are the Spanish people up here. These are the Russian CSGO people. Or, or Russian English CSGO. First person shooter. Brazilian over here by themselves. French. These guys. I know it's, a little, it's weird there's a little bit in there as well. Maybe that's like tournament stuff. Korea? Oh, I didn't know we had a significant section of Korean on um, Twitch. Because Korea has its own streaming services. German? Mostly Valorant. I see. See in here. It worked with that. Okay. League of Legends in there. Okay. Yeah, this Tyler 1. Minecraft English. Tommy Innes. Yeah. Turkish? There's Turkish? I can't even see him. Where's Turkish? Oh, that's, that's Rust there. Where's Turkish? I can't see him. Offline TV and Friends? That group gets their own color? That's crazy. Chinese Taiwan over there was that okay I can't tell if that's Brazilian or Taiwan Chinese chess variety in there okay rust there Italian there's Italians 
I totally can't see the Italians. Oh, that? oh, it's up there. Interesting. Rainbow? Rainbow Six Siege there. FIFA? Oh, there's FIFA. Japanese. Is that Japanese there? Well, regardless, very cool. First impressions being false. The guy I read the other day was a dick, by the way. Um, excessive profanity, his thing is excessive profanity. In that him is how much of an act it is, I'm not sure, but it's like his thing that he gets overly aggressive. Honestly, I think it um it hurts him because there has been multiple times in his life where um, people outside of his community have seen his attitude and have assumed uh, sincerity or they assumed the worst about him. Uh, knowing him in person to some degree, having met him a few times, he's a very nice guy. Just like me. Oh, as I've always said, it is always possible to find a person and get a snapshot snapshot of them and get a completely wrong idea of who they are. And I, I certainly agree. Um, some of my most, what's the word, bombastic, over-the-top moments, if that's all you saw of me, uh, you wouldn't know anything about me. Unfortunately. I am never going to do well on a dating app. So guys, I, may, I finally made a dating profile yesterday. And I realized immediately that there is no fucking way I'm gonna do well on a dating website. No way at all. Like, what I do for a living is so strange. And people's frame of reference for my job is effectively non-existent. As in, I'm sure most people know that guy with like 10 subs on YouTube who's making like 50 cents. And the second you tell a person, you know, you make money on YouTube or Twitch, whatever, they, they'll be like, what's Twitch and what YouTube, that website with the cat videos? Like even people around my age or whatever, like it's just short of saying, hey, yo, I'm not poor. What the fuck am I meant to say? And I, while I don't look, you know, 10 years old, I don't look 30. I look like I'm 22, you know? I don't have like rugged good looks kind of thing. Like you look at me for one second and I, I guarantee you, overwhelming majority of people in these fucking swiping apps are not gonna take an interest, you know? And using it myself, swiping on people, I'm just like, I don't like judging people this way. It, it, it feels awful. Not only that, it, it almost seems as though like, everyone on, I wouldn't tell you the website I'm on, but ev everyone seems like a 10 or a two. Like, people who are, people who are so high up there in terms of like their careers, uh, that, that they can't find people to be with, or are so attractive that they can't settle on anyone, or, or can't find someone good enough for them, or twos, as in people who have never gone outside, are, uh, are repugnant to the vast majority of people. I know this might be offensive to say, but such people do exist. Uh, and so they've gone on these websites. And so trying to find just a regular person that you want to hang with, who who you'd actually like to be around, but won't make you feel like you're nothing, is, is seemingly quite hard. Because all the regular people with regular lives who do regular things are probably just meeting people at their works and through their friend groups and shit, you know? Maybe I'm exaggerating, I don't know, but my first day of experience was not particularly high. If you lose weight, you could look younger than 30. I have lost a bit of weight last couple of days. Not eating does wonders. Did you know if you take in less calories than you burn, then you lose weight? Pretty crazy. 
Oh, no, absolutely. There was a comment there, a person saying that they were unattractive, yet they met someone good. Attractive. Absolutely, these things can happen, but they happen in real life. As in, on a dating website, people are far more superficial, especially when it's like, you know, hitting that dopamine or whatever, you're, you're swiping, finding people or whatever. Like, in real life, you can meet a person, strike up a conversation, and find that you have a lot in common. On dating websites where things are super superficial, it, it, those kind of things happen, I imagine, far less. When you meet someone in real life, you see more than the looks of a person on a dating app that is not really the case. Exactly, and, and not only that, but in real life, you see a person. On the internet, you see photos of a person. They're selectively cropped photos that they've put on this website, which doesn't even necessarily showcase how they actually look in real life. Taking one photo where you look good is uh, easier than looking good, like like as you're just walking around as an average person, you know. Call myself a success, successful video artist. I just don't think that the average person cares about such things. Like I may seem a big shot to you guys. Okay, well some of you, a handful of you may see me as a big shot, but in the real world, most people don't know about Twitch, YouTube, or anything along these lines. Every normal person I've ever met outside of this industry has just asked like the most basic questions because they've never had the opportunity to understand, you know? I mean, I say this, but even people, as shown by the situation with Twitch's brand safety score and Muda going apeshit, even people in the industry don't know everything. Like the people who are in the industry and the people who watch it. It's... I'm sure every gamer ultimately wants to find themselves like a, a, a chick who's interested in gaming, right? But at least in our neck of the woods, that does seem to be a, uh, a rare thing. I mean, a rare, you know, a minority thing, you know? Nope, really? I would love to find a chick with similar interest to me. If I change, I'll try to only change for the better. Love yourself before you love someone else? Uh, I like me. And I do see myself as having value. It's just communicating that value to another person, especially when they have no, they're gonna be judging me super, superficially in, in a nanosecond, is very difficult. Twitch versus YouTube live streaming culture. I was, uh, I saw a clip yesterday. Like I don't speak to a lot of YouTube streamers, so I don't know what it's like being one. But I saw a clip of Valkyrie, she's a very big streamer on, on YouTube. Uh, I be did she get a agreements to move from Twitch to YouTube? Yeah, I, I believe so. And she was saying that she doesn't talk to any other YouTube streamers. There's no, like, emote game. There's no better Twitch TV. There's no emote culture. Like, she doesn't even know, like, I believe she, she doesn't even know if there is a, is a directory for live streamers. Showcasing, as I said, that, uh... YouTube is still behind, but they are definitely making moves to uh, bridge the gap. I mean, Valkyrie said as much herself, that they're working on this stuff all the time. But certainly changing culture is going to be very hard for them. Getting viewers into a mindset where they're okay with um, $5 monthly subscriptions and all that, you know. Did I start the trend of clips channels? Since you made your DVAP a clips channel, I've seen some other clips channels pop up from other people. I never want to think of myself as a trendsetter, and certainly I wasn't the first kind of this channel. As I described, there was um, generic clips channels before, but I am fairly certain that some people saw my channel and were like, oh, I should do this as well. There's, there's no way that's not true. 
There's no way in hell I could have been the first person to make a clips channel for their stream though. But going as hard as I did on us, maybe I was the first to do that. I do think though in general, Twitch streamers just prefer other people to upload clips of them onto YouTube, you know? Certainly I had the advantage that my clips aren't just Dark Viper AU does X funny thing, you know? Like there are a lot of, there are a lot of Twitch streamers who are big on Twitch, but have effectively no YouTube presence because they, they're like the, the old guard of Twitch, as in they grew with the platform. Like my clips have an appeal to people who don't know me because they're speedrun GTA related, which already does well on YouTube. Like, like GTA content does well on YouTube, speedrun stuff does well on YouTube, and the combination of the two does well on YouTube. So making clips of it, you know, does very well. If you were just a regular Twitch streamer, your clips might not go as far as mine do in the algorithm. Not that they all do, mind you. But if you throw enough clips up on YouTube, it it's unlikely that you don't get a couple that pop off, you know? It's so like in every batch of 20 that I upload, a heap will sit in the 10, 20,000 views, but there'll be like a handful that go like 200,000, you know? This is when I had the idea to do the collaboration with Murfish. He's so passive. Simeon could kick this guy's ass. You know how they do those videos where they make Dark Souls bosses versus each other? We should make a video where Rocco and Simeon fight each other. Oh my god, I should totally do that. Write that down. A hundred Rockos versus a hundred Simeons, true. Just find myself some uh, Street Fighter music and uh, similar to what I did in the um, GTA 4 uh, highlights video. You know the fight that Nico has? He comes and goes, KO! That stuff. Quick before someone else does it. Oh, I hate that so much, that feeling. Quickly, you gotta get this out before it, uh, before someone else does uh, I hate that. And it's so, it's true, it's, it's the thing you have to think on whenever you think of an idea. Usually you just hope that other people don't have the expertise or time to do it, you know? Hell, I don't even have the expertise to do that. Like, I would have to teach myself how I can make 100 NPCs passive at one moment or whatever. Maybe I'll, uh, talk to Murfish. I have an idea of a website where people can watch others stream video games. I hope nobody steals it first. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I remember once upon a time, uh, was it Vsauce 2? They were making a video for like a month on some particular topic related to time or something. And then another science channel like three days before released like the exact same video. And they had like such a cross... Uh, Cross-section, cross-pollination, what's the word? They, 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 they shared such an audience that uh, Vsauce 2 actually came out and addressed it. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, it's just my bad luck, I guess. Oh, yeah, it was CGP Grey, that's right. They, they, it's CGP Grey and uh, Vsauce 2. I appeared on Pyrocynical subreddits. I people tag me in Reddit sometimes on random shit, but... Me, some random fucking kid that has been on the same swing for more than two hours. And I was like, I recognize this is from my chaos episode. I'm like, I wonder how many people recognize. And then I'm like, uh, <laughs> everyone in the comments on Pyrocynical subreddit is like, hey, it's Maso. I know this. And I'm like, oh man, people, people in some random subreddit know me. But <laughs> what made me laugh even more was, uh, going down here. This, 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 this was, uh, buried. And I'm like, what, what was the buried comment? And it's, uh, um, Dark Vibe, you was an asshole. Some ordinary gamers gang. Nah, bro, you stupid. You dense motherfucker. 
Obviously, you have to something about something you couldn't tie your shoes. And I, <laughs> I found that really funny. <laughs> uh, Reddit men, funny place. Outdated Animaniacs song. I saw a clip from the Animaniacs where the tallest one sings that song about all the countries in the world. The dude who sung that after 20 years still knows the song. And so he sung it at like a, an event or whatever, 20 years later. It was very funny. It, it is really catchy, and I suppose he would have practiced it like a hundred times or whatever, but... It's funny because that song um, is out of date for a, a handful of countries. Some of those countries are either not separate or now separate and stuff. Why I think my YouTube viewership dips a bit in March. So I have a theory, chat. I have a theory that there are a lot of content creators out there who do not upload during January and February. Because in January, February, the ad rates are like really low. So all these channels that make like really amazing, like one-off videos, hold them all off until you get into the better ad revenue times, like in March and stuff where the things kind of pick up. Maybe because of Easter, I'm not sure. And so it is easier to get views in January and February because there's less competition. If you're one of those people who uploads every day. But when you get into the better ad revenue parts and your CPM goes up, there's more competition for views so your viewership goes down. I think I'm experiencing a little bit of that now, right now. You know? Yeah, Veritasium uploaded a video. Mark Robber uploaded a video. ZGP Grey uploaded one as well. Again, this isn't throwing shade, because why wouldn't you do that? It's just, uh, I, I think that's, like, the explanation I'm telling myself why um, my viewership was high in January, February, and it's dropping down a little bit going into, um, into this. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing, and I wish you all the best.